Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is titled, How to Become a Better Negotiator with Our Own Thoughts. This episode is extremely practical, extremely tactical, and if implemented, will certainly bring new results into your life and help you move closer to the vision and the life of your dreams. I break down a seven-step process that I use every single day that helps me to take difficult actions, moving me closer and closer to my dreams. So please, focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to the show. I hope everyone's having an awesome day today, doing great. Um, a little bit about my life the past week or so, we went to the mountains again and had a nice getaway. But the reason I bring that up is because I find myself every time I kind of have a disruption to my routine, my very strict routine, you know, having, having a routine can be an amazing thing. But, you know, I find that when I'm really rigid with it, there's a lot of downfalls that come after the fact. So such as a weekend away, like we just had last weekend, um, I find myself getting back and just absolutely getting back into it full force. Um, But there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that enable me to get back into that routine. Sometimes it's almost a detriment to uh, serving me on a holistic level, but I think there's a very important aspect that I kind of realize that I do naturally now. I've worked over time to make this a habit and just an automatic way for my mind to think. And that ties into today's episode, which is titled, How to Become a Better Negotiator with Our Own Thoughts. So how do we negotiate in our mind? And I'll kind of break down some tips and strategies that I use that really serve me. Over the last few years, when I made some drastic changes in my life, I implemented all of these strategies, all these little tools and hacks to enable me to become a better negotiator so I can live an intentional life in alignment to what my vision is, moving me forward, moving me forward to the life that I want to live. And I realized, you know, after this weekend away, I realized that, oh man, I can literally break this down into a process. Like I've formulated this process, not really crazy intentionally, but I'm, I looked at it and I'm like, wow, I can break this down to help people to be able to hopefully help them take difficult actions, especially after something that interrupts our routine, such as a getaway or going away to the mountains. So I I just realized that there was a lot of use that this is really helping me to progress and take consistent, continual actions that on, on what are usually difficult tasks or some tasks that we don't normally want to do. So, I'm sure you've all had many back and forths in your mind, negotiations in your mind, and I'm sure you can relate to the conversations you have in your mind when, you, when you're supposed to wake up early in the morning, when you need to roll out of bed and you're, you're negotiating, you're having that, that back and forth in your mind. Oh man, if I could only have 10 more minutes, oh, it would feel so good just to stay in here for an extra 10 minutes. I don't want to get up. It's cold outside of the bed. And you start having this negotiation within your mind 
or whether that's if you should go to the gym. Oh, I don't know if I should go to the gym. It's hard. It's difficult. It hurts. It's not enjoyable. It takes up time. And, and you start having that back and forth. But I should go because, you know, it's good for my health and, you know, I want to get in better shape. And you're having that back and forth. Or whether it's if you should eat a healthy meal, if you should cook supper, whether you should start your side hustle or a passion project, you know, start working to get out of maybe a career that you're not uh, aligned with or that you don't want to be in, whether you should invest money or spend it now, spend it on the fun things, whether you should clean the house or not. You know, the list goes on and on and on. But if we're conscious of this, we're always negotiating in our mind. So why not become expert negotiators within our with ourselves? You know, this is a very, very powerful tool to <laughs> to learn and improve on. And I, I realized reflecting on this podcast, I'm like, wow, you know, like I've absolutely mastered this within my own life. So I just want to share the insights that I've been utilizing that really helped me to be a great negotiator with myself, essentially. Um, so yeah, there's 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 a strategy and process to to live a life, an intentional life aligned with our life vision, and this process includes breaking it down to a very simplistic way and and system is there's three steps it's have a very clear vision have a clear vision of what you want your life to look like it it, it's 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 impossible to achieve the life we want if we don't know what the life we want is so having a clear vision on what we want our life to look like and then live with intention thinking and acting in alignment to that vision And then the third step is be able to negotiate with yourself to ensure you are following through on those intentional actions. Because, you know, at the very basic level, if we want something in life, we need to be intentional. We need to be thinking about how we can achieve that. And then we need to align our actions to those thoughts. It's okay, I need to do this to move forward. And we're going to know what that is. We're going to know what to do. But it's really a three-step process. Have a clear vision, be intentional with our thinking and acting, and be able to negotiate to ensure we are continually taking action um, to move us forward closer to that vision. So I came up with seven helpful hints um, and, and tools and tactics really to help us become a better negotiator. So step one, tip one, have a deep understanding that you are negotiating for your best interest. You know, because normally in these negotiation back and forth, we think, why, why am I doing this to myself? You know, why am I putting myself through struggle? If we don't have the proper framework of, Hey, I'm negotiating here because this is in my best interest. I want to achieve the life of my desires. You know, I'm negotiating, keeping in mind that this is for my best interest. Otherwise, we're, we're, the negotiation seems pointless. It's like, why, why negotiate for this? Why push myself to go to the gym? Why make myself do this uncomfortable action when in reality, you know, why am I putting myself through this pain? So having the framework of, I'm negotiating because this is in my best interest. That's kind of step one. Just always have that framework. 
you know, living the life of our desires is not going to be easy. You know, accumulating things that we don't currently have is not going to be easy. If it was easy, we would have them already. So having the proper framework of I am going to be negotiating for my best interest. It might not be easy, but it's in my best interest. So that's kind of the step one. Tip two is intentional negotiating equals intentional living. So again, we need to have that clear vision and that clear why, why we want that vision to come true. Everyone could dream. Everyone could say, yeah, there's my vision. That's why I want it. But if we don't back that with ample reasons of why, why do we need that vision to come true? Why do we want that life? You know, this will always be the motivation during our negotiation, that why. If we don't have a reason for our negotiating, it's just going to be too damn easy to not follow through. And keep in mind, there's that amygdala portion of our brain that activates the fear response that controls all the fear in our mind. And that amygdala is going to be selling you every reason why you should not follow through on this action and telling you every reason, every thought is going to be coming at you saying, this is difficult, don't do it. And, and, and you just need to be prepared for that. But we need to have the understanding of our goals, our motivations, our wants before we get into this negotiation. So that that, that just comprises what that why is. So we really need to formulate why we want to achieve these results, why we are going to take this action. Um, so that's just very important to have. The third tip is negotiating is a skill and can turn into a habit that can be repeated over and over and over again, and you can become better at it. So for me now, it's just a habitual way of thinking. It's a habit. Every time there's something I don't want to do, I've done it enough times. I've negotiated enough in my mind that it's just I'm conscious of it. Because if we're not conscious of it, it's just running in our unconscious programming. Whatever whatever thoughts we've had in the past are just going to run the show for us. It's just going to aimlessly be running in the background. And we're probably going to gravitate to what's easy without us being aware of it. It's, you know, we're our mind is always talking. There's always mind chatter. And if we're not aware, it's just going to be telling us, oh, I don't want to go outside. It's cold. I don't want to wake up early. It's dark. You know, without us even being aware, without it not bringing it to our conscious awareness. So the more we do this, the more we're consciously negotiating with intention, the more it's going to become a habitual way of thinking, the more we're going to challenge those automatic thoughts. Because if we don't challenge those automatic thoughts, we cannot live intentionally. So it's a habit and it's a skill that if repeated over and over and over again, it we will become better negotiators because we're aware of it. We're aware of what's going on. We know why we want to negotiate. We know why we want to take that action. And it's all kind of this you know, once we mix all these hints and tips together, it's a puzzle that comes together and will help us to take that action. Tip four is take emotions into consideration, but do not let them run the show. And neurological research shows that we cannot completely eliminate emotions during any negotiation. And this includes 
if you see business gurus or people who are amazing negotiators, that doesn't mean they're not feeling emotions. That just means that they're amazing at hiding them and portraying themselves as this confident person. They've learned how to position their posture. They learned how to articulate properly where they sound very confident and they're very knowledgeable on what they're doing. But that doesn't mean those emotions are completely gone. And this is true for us when we're going to be negotiating with ourselves. We're going to encounter a lot of emotions, particularly negative emotions such as anger, fear, frustration, being sad, anxious, worry, weak, tired, nervous. All these emotions are most likely going to flood us when we are faced with that difficult action where we need to negotiate to take to, to follow through and actually take that action. So just knowing we will be faced with with all these um is is going to help us for the next step which is plan and prepare so just like anything in life if we don't plan and prepare for something we aren't setting ourselves up we aren't equipping ourselves to for success think about any sports teams think about studying for an exam you know if we're not practicing if we're not studying there's very likelihood that we're going to perform well with that. And in preparation and planning, you know, utilizing visualization, literally visualizing how this interaction is going to go, how this negotiation is going to go, whether you're lying in bed the night before, knowing that you need to wake up early to do something important the next day, you can literally play that over in your mind, visualize it, see it. Okay, I'm going to be waking up. All right, my alarm's going to ring at five and I'm really not going to wake up, but I am going to tell myself Hey, if you want to accomplish this, if you want to move forward in your tasks, if you want to make progress to your vision, knowing why you want to take action and why you need to take action on that, playing this over in your mind and seeing how it's going to unfold just sets us up with such a better chance of following through, planning and preparing yourself. If not, if you just say, oh, okay, I'm going to set my alarm and I'll, I'll deal with this tomorrow. You know, I'll just wake up. You know, think about that. Think about how much more equipped we are when we played it over in our heads. We've seen it. We know what we need to do. We know what it's going to look like. We know those negative emotions are going to be flooding us. We know they're coming. We know the anxiety, the fear, the weakness, whatever it may be, is going to come. But if we can see ourselves, visualize ourselves, counteracting that, having that communication, that dialogue in our minds to take the necessary action to go the other way, to take that difficult action. We're just setting ourselves up for, we're equipping ourselves so much more than not preparing. Visualization is such a powerful tool because our mind is actually playing it over. It's only our physical senses that aren't experiencing it. But if our mind is experiencing it, it's forming those neurological pathways, making it more familiar to our mind. It's making it more comfortable for us. So even though we've played it over the night before, played it over in visualizations, whatever it may be, it just makes it so much more easy because our mind has already done it. Our mind has already woken up and had that difficult conversation before we're actually faced with it the next morning. So preparation and planning is extremely, extremely important. And James Clear has a book called Atomic Habits. And I've heard a couple of friends and family members which have just recently listened to it. And it's awesome. It's a very good book and it's very practical. And back to the planning preparation, you know, he states in his book that if you're trying to formulate a new habit, such as, you know, uh, these internal dialogues, this negotiation can be a new habit. So if we're 
trying to set ourselves up to take a new difficult action where we're going to negotiate ourselves to take that that action step well then let's make it as easy as possible and and he says in his book you know if you want to go to the gym if you want to create this new habit of going to the gym you know load up your gym bag load up your water bottle and put it right by the door or put it right by your bed if you're waking up or you know set out your clothes um, and have everything laid out in the morning if it's going to be an early morning and just set yourself up with these little these little um helpful actions prior to knowing that you've already done some some pre pre work for this you've already done some leg work for this and then it's just an extra tactic for when that inevitable difficult conversation in your mind comes of oh gosh you know i just want to sleep but it's like oh i already have my clothes out there i already have my gym bag packed and it's just one little step that makes it more easy so that, that is a huge one, planning and preparation. And I think that's important for everything we do in life. And it's extremely important for this negotiation, internal negotiation process. The sixth step or hint, helpful hint, is implement necessity. Because turning the should-dos into must-dos is a huge advantage. And I guarantee there's several things in your life as well as my life that we always um, say, I should do this and I should do this and I should do that. And then those should do's just add up and you don't end up doing the should do's because they're not a necessity. They're not a must do. And, you know, there's, there's probably many things in your life that you've turned into must do, such as going to work, driving the kids to school, you know, paying taxes, cutting the grass. We've turned those things into must-dos, but the reality is, is if we don't do those, we're not going to die. You know, we've only made those must-dos in our mind. We've only conceptualized them as a must-do. In, in theory, they're not actually must-dos. Sure, there's going to be awful, probably bad consequences if we don't do them, but in reality, they're not a must-do. So my question is, why isn't living the life of your dreams or at least moving forward to it a must do? You know, it, 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 it's just the simplicity of that. We're not making it a necessity because it's just easy not to do it. We're putting too much pleasure in the ease and the how easy it is not to do it. And we're not putting enough pain on not accomplishing your moving forward to your dreams or not accomplishing these difficult tasks. There's not enough pain to not doing them and there's not enough pleasure associated to, you know, accomplishing those difficult tasks. And the seventh tip and final tip is to reward yourself after a successful negotiation, after a successful back and forth in your mind and you end up following through and you take that difficult action that's aligned to your vision. Be, and, and just to lay this out, you know, when we don't follow through on our intentional actions, it can be very, very dangerous and an extremely slippery slope because in a sense, we're rewarding the fact that we are not taking the difficult action. Think about when we sleep in. Oh, you know, it's cozy. It's warm. We sleep. It feels better. Dopamine hit. When we're not eating healthy, we're saving time and it tastes good. Dopamine hit. Uh, when we're not saving or investing money and we're spending it on those fun things in the moment. Yeah, that's fun. 
dopamine hit. We're literally rewarding ourselves for not living the life of our desires, for not taking the proper action to progress us to that life vision we desire. So we need to learn how to reward ourselves for a successful negotiation. And for me, I always, always tell myself, um, let's say I wake up early in the morning to work on podcast stuff or work on my side business or whatever it may be. And I do that difficult action. I always 100% of the time will reward myself by saying, hey, man, good job. You did it. You woke up. You're taking the necessary actions. And this is why you are going to live the life of your dreams. This is why. Good job, man. Acknowledge myself. And that, in a sense, is a dopamine hit. That feels good. I feel accomplished. I go and do the task. I am rewarding myself. Rather than waking up and being like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm grumpy. Whatever it may be. And then you're not rewarding yourself. You're actually making the action worse. But then you go and reward yourself for taking the easy action. Oh, this feels good. Oh, Netflix is so fun to watch. Oh, this food tastes so good. Reward, reward, reward. Of course, we're not moving towards our vision. Of course, we're not getting the actions we desire because we're literally rewarding ourselves for not doing so. So flipping that switch and just reward yourself, even if it's just mental talk in your mind like I do, that is enough to reward yourself, to give yourself that little release of dopamine. And I've actually counteracted it. And I will, you know, I, 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 I'm not beat myself up, but I'm like, Ooh, you ate a lot of food that wasn't aligned to this vision or Ooh, you slept in and I'll almost counteract it. And you know, this might not be the healthiest way, but it really works. And I don't feel good when I don't take actions aligned. I've made myself flip it instead of feeling dopamine. Yeah, it might be fun in the moment, but when I reflect on it, I'm like, ah, you know, those actions really weren't aligned with my vision. Let me do better. Let me have better negotiation next time and then reward that negotiation. So again, I'm not just, I didn't just read these steps or, or come up with this by, by pulling it off the internet or whatever it may be. You know, this is stuff that I implement and that has really helped me become this machine of just habitual way of thinking and having those dialogues in my mind. I'm consciously aware all the time. And some examples of this are, you know, I've mentioned before when I wake up, when I wake, I, as I, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, I, I used to define myself as not a morning person. I hated mornings. I was groggy in the mornings. I felt like I wasn't productive. And because I learned how to negotiate in my mind to like mornings, to give myself those dopamine hits, I was clear on waking up in the morning um, is for my best interest. Step one. Step two, I was so clear on the vision and the life that I wanted to manifest that I was so clear on my why. I had every reason why I needed and wanted to wake up earlier to get more stuff done. You know, the more I did it, the more I negotiated. Step three, it became a skill. It became a habit. It just became a habitual way of thinking over and over and over again. Every time the alarm goes, um, I, it was, it was that dialogue was just natural instead of just, Oh, I just want to sleep in snooze button. It was like, okay, here we are, Joel, the alarm went, this sucks. It's, you know, I, I, I need to wake up if I want to accomplish these tasks, let's go. I'd get up and I do it just over and over and over again, that dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. And it just became a habitual way of thinking. Um, step four, take emotions into consideration. 
I knew that I'd be flooded with these negative emotions. That doesn't mean they weren't there. I need to acknowledge them. And sometimes if we wake up, for example, in this example, if I'd wake up with anxiety, if I'd wake up with worry, that doesn't mean it goes away. That was still there and I would have to acknowledge it. And I'd say, okay, you know, there's some anxiety here. There's some angst here within me. Let's acknowledge it. And when we expose it, it kind of takes away its power. But when we fight it and try to repress it, sometimes it perpetuates and builds and becomes more and more and more. So when we expose it, when we acknowledge it, and we can breathe through it, just acknowledging it, when we push it aside, it compounds, it becomes worse. So acknowledge those emotions, but do not necessarily let them run the show. Acknowledge them. Okay, here you are, but I'm not going to let you stop me. Tip five, prepare and plan. So again, visualization, plan it out. Have a game plan of what it's going to look like when this negotiation inevitably comes. So for the morning example, waking up, I would play over the night before. Okay, you know, your alarm is going to ring at 5.15. When it rings, you are going to sit there for no longer than 10 seconds because if you sit there for more than 10 seconds, you're going to get tired and you're going to fall back asleep. So within that first 10 second time frame you're going to wake up this is the conversation you're going to have you're going to want to sleep in you're going to want to find every reason why these comforters and blankets are so much cozier than standing out in the cold room and our room is damn cold i'll tell you that much it's like 17 degrees if not cold there especially in the winter so knowing that all these you know negative emotions are going to flood me I, I can plan and prepare. I can I can play over the dialogue I'm going to have. You know, I, I, I say, I'm, okay, it's going to be difficult. And I'm going to tell myself I'm doing this because this is going to move me closer to my vision. These are the necessary actions to move me to the desired outcome that I want. And then I can prepare myself with the basic principles of positive psychology. What are all the benefits that are going to come of this? You know, what are all the positive emotions that are going to come of this when I complete this difficult task? I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel accomplished. I'm going to, you know, we could utilize the basic principles of positive psychology and, and flip what's going to be flooding us with negativity to what positives are going to come once I complete this difficult task. And then that leads me into implementing necessity. You know, I need to wake up. I don't, I shouldn't wake up, but I will and I need to wake up because this will move me closer to my dream. Necessity, making it a necessity, not giving myself an option of I should do this, but I need to do this. And then of course, rewarding myself. I'd reward myself and say, as I mentioned before, good job, man. You did it. You got up. This is why you are achieving the results that you 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 want and you need to accomplish your life vision, to create the life of your dreams. So it's all a system. And, you know, I use this for, for working out or going to exercise. I use it for eating healthy and not just binge eating or whatever it may be. And... And um, sorry, there's a phone ring in there. And, and I use this for for other reasons, such as, you know, all my extra work, my passion work, doing the podcast. You know, that's a lot of difficult actions to take. Um, but I, you know, these are all these are all difficult things. They're more time, they're more energy, they're more effort. And without this system or investing money and saving money and not just spending it in the moment, all of these things are done through this negotiation process. I do it for everything in my life and I tell you it works. It is a massive, 
massive tool to utilize. And if you can implement it and turn it into just a habitual way of thinking, and that's just a regular process of your day, that back and forth, that negotiation, when you become better and better and better, and you consistently win the negotiation to take the difficult actions, ooh, that is when you will start seeing these results flood in. And just like any habit, it takes time. And also with any actions to make it momentum and turn it into something tangible, that takes time. Repetition of the action over and over and over again. So there is a process for this. And the good news is that everyone can do it. So that's pretty much my seven-step process, which I truly implement every single day of my life. And I firmly believe that it can help each and every individual. And um, just before I leave you, I just want to mention my my coaching business you know i'm up and running i'm i'm coaching i absolutely love doing it i love helping people and i love people seeing progress and results in what they with their new awarenesses and their action steps that they're they're taking and again if any of this information if any of these podcasts if any of these youtube videos resonate with any of you feel free to reach out to me check out my website um, joelmahe.ca feel free to send me an email uh, coaching at joelmahe.ca check out my instagram at joelmahe j-o-e-l-m-a-h-e i'd love to connect i'd love to collaborate i'd love to hear any ideas about the podcast and i'd love to facilitate coaching if that's something you're interested in and again checking out that website will give you a bit more information on what exactly coaching is and how it might benefit your life So I just want to leave you with a few words of please remember that there is a process for creating your life. That process is to live intentionally. To do this, we must become excellent negotiators of our mind. Anyone, and I mean anyone, each and every one of you can do this. There's a process. We just need to follow the process. I was someone who was not achieving any of these results just a few years ago. And using strategies like these turned me into a well-oiled operating machine. And if I can do it, I promise you, you can do it. We just need to have a deep understanding that we're negotiating for our best interest, not because we're putting ourselves through some kind of pain or undesirable sequence. You know, we need to have a clear vision and understand why, why we're doing this, why we're going to negotiate, why we're taking these difficult actions and why we need that vision to manifest. Take your emotions into consideration, but do not, do not let them run the show and prepare and plan to give yourself an upper hand and make your Make your actions a necessity. They need to be a must do and not a should do. And always reward yourself for a successful negotiation. You have one life. Be the creator of that life. Do not just go along accepting what is, but we can intentionally create the life we want. And that starts with our own internal negotiations. Start doing this today, and I promise you, you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone has an amazing day. Take care.